0: You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast.
1: We're talking about Te Ahurei Toi Tamaki now, the Auckland Arts Festival, specifically the show Lovers and Castaways, which is on at the Arts House Trust, the Pa Homestead, and we have got... Alex Petrovic in the studio, Morena. Alex, how are you yeah. this morning? I'm good, how are you? Good, lovely to have you in here and really exciting to talk about this, this beautiful exhibition. Tell us a little bit about the period in time that this is trying to sort of document or capture or tell a story about.
0: Uh, sure, so it's um, focused on um, uh, artistic production in Aotearoa in the 1980s. Um, drawn from um, the Arts House Trust collection, which um, sort of started off as a a sort of brief little idea that I I had on a whim, and then (laughs) I started digging around and realized that we had quite a lot of really fantastic works that uh, we had never shown.
1: That's so interesting. It's such an exciting thing, I'd imagine, to have you know, a collection like that at your fingertips mm. and then to be able to find brand new kind of connections and pathways between those artworks and show them to people for the first time in a really long time, I'd imagine
0: as well. Absolutely. And I mean, that's a whole po- the whole point of curatorial practice is to, you know, articulate, yep. um, you know, um, artistic practice and, and you know, what artists are thinking and what their concerns are and what they're engaged with and mm. present it in a really engaging and accessible way to an audience. Totally. And um, and so that was really kind of the starting point. But, I mean, there was just so much that happened in that decade mm. that, um, and there were so many works. So, you know, I'm kind of limited to, you know, three, three gallery spaces and so, <laughs> I, you know, I had to kind of go how do I streamline this? How do yeah. I make it cohesive? How do I make it fun and interesting? And as as opposed to just sort of a hagiographic, like, and then this happened, and then this happened, yeah. and then this happened. Um... Because that's also, you know, I feel like that would be a disservice totally. to the artists. Totally. Um,
1: so how did you get into this conversation then? What was the angle you chose to take? Because Lovers and Castaways, it's a very beautiful, evocative title. But what was your kind of inroad into finding some narratives from
0: this decade? Sure. It was, um, as I was looking through the collection, I was I was kind of taking notes on uh, what I knew Uh, of the artists and their their practice Mm. in this particular moment in time, this particular decade, um, as I was going through. And they were really kind of my first impressions. And then from that, I started seeing um, similarities in what they were kind of concerned with. And there was a lot of, um, you know, ideas about, um, you know, cultural identity and who we are. You know, we were moving away from, even as artists, we were moving away from this whole sort of... um, Um, You know, representational We just paint the landscape Because isn't the landscape great To what are we trying to say When we paint the landscape Mm. And um, who are we With kind of representing ourselves And this kind of um, acknowledgement of um, you know, Tereo and the large Pacifica community that had settled, particularly in Auckland. Yeah. Um, looking at um, you know, what are our kind of ideals, you mm. know, as well. You know, there was homosexuality law reform, there was um, you know, the the anti nuclear protest, there was the Rainbow Warrior bombing, you know, it was just there was a lot that was pretty going intense on. decade. It yeah. was a very <laughs> intense decade. Like, I was I was getting a haircut and my, my hairdresser was like and then, do you think this happened in the 80s? And I was able to, because I had been yeah. so Steeped deep in, in yeah. the research. I was like, oh, yeah, it happened in, in like, on this day. And he was just like, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> that is quite an incredible thing. And I, I feel like there's a weird synchronicity to the time we're experiencing at the moment. Absolutely. You can see a lot of those political narratives
0: come back around, a lot of those creative ideas back at the forefront right oh, absolutely. now. absolutely. Like, I was reading about, you know... Um, the legislation to um officially acknowledge te reo in 1986 and there was i was reading about this right about the time mm. when um the hui and naruahia was happening yeah. and leading up to the um to waitangi day and i was just like oh my god it was really eerie yeah good, um
1: good time to be kind of bringing these um artistic conversations to the forefront absolutely. as well it's, who was who were some of the people in the show who were some of the um you know artists that you've put together in conversation
0: um, yeah, so there's um, quite a few, and there's a few personal favourites as well. I mean, um, you know, Bucknan is um, a f- fantastic artist, and I kind of feel like he doesn't get his due. Um, and we've got a, a, a wonderfully sort of meditative painting by him, um, and it's it's um, sort of in a prime position, and it's, you know, alongside this kind of great um, mulleted man by Bill Hammond. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um but we've also got uh works by uh Gritchen Ralph Hotere, uh Julian Dashba mm. who did, you know, spectacular um abstracted works that were all about, you know, um the kind of, you know, how do we how do we take modernity and yep. and and um, you know, these kind of uh, movements that, you know, were taught at school and then how do we adapt them to yeah. What we're trying to present and who we are, because it's like you see. There's a great quote that I use in in um, um, an exhibition label, and it's about how um, you know the the art history kind of took a long time to get here, and it was only kind of presented in slides, and yeah. so it just got really like messed up along the way. And that's exactly what he's kind of all about. Mm. Is you know how does how does all of this stuff kind of get messed up in transit, and then how do we how do we then take it and adapt yeah. it and use it? Um, in our own ways and um, so I've got who else have I got I've got lots of people I've got um, I've got this great sort of um, inverted corner sort of wall-based sculpture by Ron Left and cool. a wonderful little waka huia by um, Philip Heath, who is also somebody who just not a lot of people know about. Yeah, But he had a moment in the 80s mm. and his works are incredibly, incredibly beautiful. So I'm quite thrilled.
1: It feels like one of those conversations where perhaps people might be like, oh, I know what art in the 80s in New Zealand looked like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Maybe this is going to put it in a space where it makes you rethink about that narrative as well, that dominant narrative that we have when we talk about mm. what was happening in the visual arts space in New Zealand. Absolutely. And I think that conversation feeling so politically relevant right now makes it a very good time to really re-engage with those ideas I agree think I agree. a little bit about maybe what what art means for us right now as well is something that I was definitely thinking about reading about this exhibition mm. uh it's kicking off really soon in two days 6th of March runs all the way through to the 9th of June at the Arts House Trust Par Homestead Lovers and Castaways uh and it's free which is really nice yes so w- what's the deal people can get out there and then just kind of spend as much time as they need to in the space for absolutely yeah absolutely are you going to have any panel talks or sort of activations along the way do you reckon yes we will um
0: i would say keep an eye out on the website because that'll be the first place that we post um programming of that sort uh it is something that we're currently in discussions about (laughs) watch the space exactly (laughs) so it's very much watch the space um, yeah, it'll be sort of the next thing I do After I, you know, hang the works and paint the walls yeah.
1: um, well, <laughs> Just going to get that, that order, done first But yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah but look, um, you know, anyone's, anyone's welcome And yeah. uh, it is, it is um, free You can uh, give us koha, we'd greatly appreciate it It helps us to continue doing what we do. Uh, We have a cafe on site. We have wonderful gardens. And so, you know, you can, if the exhibition's too much, then you can go sit outside. go sit in the sun for a bit. Exactly. And then come back. Exactly. Oh,
1: it sounds like a lovely, lovely thing to experience. Thank you so much, Alex, for speaking with us this morning. No problem. And thank you to my wonderful colleague, Catherine Fuchs, for sorting it up. Thanks, Kat. I was going to say a lot of the artists have passed away. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's true. We won't, be, we won't be getting the Ouija board out uh, for the panel discussion, but <laughs> I'm sure we'll find some ways in which to have a uh, discussion about some of these fantastic artists in yeah. this space. Hey, Alex, thank you so much uh, for speaking with us. We'll put a link to the exhibition in the podcast so people can find it as part of the Auckland Arts Festival. Thank you.
0: That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-Cart. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.